Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Well, probably rank old game that, wouldn't it? Um... I haven't really got much to say on that, to be honest. We all, <laughs> we've all watched that, right? We've all seen that. I mean, I don't think we've seen that exact match that many times at Old Trafford. The, the the annoying thing is, like the past kind of few games at Old Trafford really stick out because we generally play quite well, and we're just on the receiving end of a, you know, whatever a, a lapse in concentration or a couple of shitty decisions or a Ronaldo masterclass, but that was just, that was awful. It was really, really bad. The worst we played all season easily. Um, It's another big test away that we failed in. You know, we failed against Arsenal. Chelsea's a difficult one. Um, Start of the season, Tottenham at home is probably their biggest game of the season. So, I don't want to call a point at Stamford Bridge a failure, but we didn't play that well, shall we say. Uh, but today was horrible, really horrible. I'm really honestly struggling to think of any positives from it. Um, other than his initial kind of fuck up early on in the game, Hugo Lloris was pretty outstanding. But that felt like a real... I don't know if it's an eye-opener. I don't know if we need to get that dramatic. Yeah, it's a bad day in the office, that's for sure. Really bad day in the office. Um, remains to be seen if you can go and really do anything significant in a season. By significant, I mean win the title. And after watching that today, it feels pretty laughable, doesn't it? I think that's kind of a... feels like a bit of a bubble burster in a way. Um, not, that I do, not that I think we were ever under any... I was never under any massive illusion that we were going to win the league or anything like that. Don't get me wrong, but you know, I still maintain that little bit of hope that we might have an outside chance. Um, ridiculous as it may sound, you still kind of cling on to that, right? Uh, but after that, that feels like a real like, no, 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 Tottenham. Um, you are not ready for that yet. Um, there's been a lot of talk today about Spurs potentially offering Conte a bumper new contract. I think a couple of, couple of years on top with like 200 mil to spend over his tenure. And you're sort of starting to think like, well, that's that's kind of, that's the time we need to focus on, right? If we can, if we can get into the Champions League again this year and he stays and we can get some of that money, then... Maybe in a year's time, a couple of years' time, we can be dreaming of the title. But I think for now, we need to just be perhaps just clinging on to finishing in the top four is a good thing and having a nice run in the Champions League. Um, because, oh, I don't know, it's just chastening, wasn't it? It was 
was not nice. It's just a rank game, that really rank game. Um, I don't even feel. It's one of those games, right? You know, I don't. I don't feel angry. I, f- I feel angry in the games like last year at Old Trafford when really we should have gone and done them, and Ronaldo showed up and scored a hat trick, and it just felt so like written in the stars that of course Ronaldo went and did that against us and it sort of pissed me off and it pissed me off like a few of the games we've played against like Liverpool for example over the past few years when we've given them a really really good game and they've just managed to get one over us at the generally sort of the last throw of the dice um but today just really deflating honestly I just feel really really deflated about that don't even feel particularly angry Manchester United completely deserved the win. They deserved to probably win it by a couple more goals on top of that, to be honest with you. It was, just, it was an ugly, ugly, ugly performance from Tottenham. Um, which is funny because, you know what, for the opening kind of five to ten minutes, I thought we put together some nice kind of little moves. We had a few kind of slick little interchanges. I was finally starting to see these um, almost mythical Conte automations that I hear bandied about a lot. Um, and I started to be like, oh, well, you know what, actually, I see I see these shapes on the pitch. I see people moving, passing the ball about almost telepathically. We had one really nice move in there. But from that point on, it's almost like United, probably, I would say, 15 minutes on just weren't having any of it. And they pressed us relentlessly. It just felt like we could never get a foothold in the game. Not a single foot. It felt like we never were in a position of strength at all, barring like one or two little moves. And then toward the end of the second half, when they were sort of playing on the back foot completely at that point, and we still couldn't really do anything meaningful with it. Um... Obviously, we can't change, we can't blame the formation this time because it's the formation everybody's been crying out for. And you can't help but feel that Conde may be feeling a little vindicated. Um, Yves Basuma was not great. I just don't think anybody was great. It was a weird one. Um, let's get, let's go into the player by player because I'm just sort of in a little loop at the moment going on and on about the game not being great. I mean, no fucking shit, mate. Right? All right, don't need to keep fucking telling me. I can I can hear you, all right? If you haven't switched off already. Somebody somebody was going on at me about talking about how negative. I don't think I'm that negative. Do you think I'm that negative? I think I'm fairly... I think I'm, I veer quite, you know, handsomely between being a bit of a happy clapper and I guess having a, a sort of jaded realism about so <laughs> see that's what that's what smug negative people always say isn't it realism and I've just done that see that's what I've just done there I'm not going to let myself off the hook with that because that's that's a, a rat move that is is this kind of intellectual grandstanding making out that like uh, a, an emotional conflict is actually an intellectual one and I, the intellectual, hold the upper ground on that. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to do you dirty like that. But I do think that I do have like... I'm a big dreamer. That's the thing. I don't think it's happy clapping. I'm a big dreamer. I allow myself to always hope that Spurs are going to do something big. 
Um, and I get, yeah, I, I get emotionally affected by things that happen. But I think I'm negative. So I, I don't really take that one on board. Um, I don't think that's fair. I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong. But Tottenham. Man. Ooted. I wonder who created, like when language was being established, abbreviations. One's like uted. Why is it not uni? Why is it UTD, uted? I get it because you're kind of cutting out the middle letters, I guess. It's kind of it's a shortening of the whole word. An abbreviation, Jack. Yes, you already said that. I don't know. Hugo Lloris, so he had that one moment right at the start of the game, which I thought, oh, fucking hell, here we go. Hugo in a big game, drops the ball like he's dropped his bollocks. Um, but from that point on, he had a fucking masterclass today. He was absolutely phenomenal. Um, fingertip saves, AOTS. Honesty, honestly speaking, I- the only player of ours, barring maybe one other, that I would say had anything close to resembling a good game. Um, which is funny. It'd be nice if he could do this in the big games when the rest of the team are playing well and he decides to, as I say before, drop a bollock. Um, which he generally does in big games. I'm I'm a, I'm a big lover of Hugo. I'm a... Hugo Lloris believer, but stats are stats, aren't they, lads? And uh, he has form, form in the big games. Christian Romero, just not not great from him today. Not particularly dogged. I thought he got skinned a lot. I thought he didn't play pretty play effectively under pressure. Um, I don't think he liked people coming at him was it was an odd one it was an odd one and I think it was kind of sometimes you get this with Romero right because he's such a good player really when he's at it he's such a good player you do forget how young he is Um, and you forget that like young defenders they can often get a bit bullied they can start to look a little bit lost when things aren't going entirely their way and I think you know he sounds like a fairly sort of like bogus kind of observation, but it's just that that's sort of what it felt like to me. It felt like Romero was sort of showing his kind of age today. Um, that the sort of his experienced partner, Eric Dyer, had. And, you know, if anybody's listening to this, I've fucking been banging the drum for Eric Dyer all season. Awful game today. Awful. Um, and I think when a when a young defender is looking to their kind of pillar of strength, their their centre back partner, and he's having the sort of game like Dyer was today, you know he can be forgiven for maybe being a bit rattled, um, but not good. Uh, Eric Dyer today, you know what? This was Eric Dyer of a couple of years ago. This is Eric Dyer who needs his appendix or spleen or whatever it is out because. Um, is that problematic? <laughs> I don't know. Um, after I did all my like 
If anybody knows what it's like having a chronic health condition, now just throw him under the bus. First sign of a bad game. What a piece of shit. <laughs> oh dear, fuck me, man, football fans. Um, Eric Dyer. <laughs> awful. Just awful today. He kept doing it. I don't know if anyone else noticed it. He kept doing this weird little thing where he kept trying to like chest the ball to people. Just fucking get the ball and kick it. Pass it. Take the ball down. Trying to do his fucking flash shit. Chesting, like puffing his chest out, trying to pass the ball. I swear you, yeah, I swear he did that two or three times this game. Um, and United robbed him at least twice when he was trying to do this bullshit. But I thought he was, I thought his positioning was out of, well, out of position. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't really think of what I was going to say there. Out of whack. Um, I just thought he was terrible. I thought his passing was not good. He's usually really dominant in the air. Not just not good. Um, and it's funny seeing a game where he's not playing well, and the whole defense feels a bit rattled. Not just the defense. That is sort of like the midfield band in front of him. Um, suddenly looked a bit more wobbly. Ah. Uh, not just not a good performance from Dyer today. Really disappointing. Um, he got hit in the face really hard as well. That was another weird thing about this game. Eric Dyer's chest and players getting hit in the face by the ball. And it makes it, it, it. I was thinking about this. It makes me wonder why it doesn't happen more often. Why you don't see it more often. Um, I couldn't stand so. Please, actually, if anybody if anybody can help me with this, I've cleared the cache. I've done all the things. Stop running out background applications. I have a Fire Stick, right? An Amazon Fire Stick. But watching anything on Prime through the Fire Stick, which is wired, it's connected into my router. It's not Wi-Fi. It's I've done everything basically. I've done all the troubleshooting guides, but everything that I try and run through Prime is awful. It's, even the menu is slow and awful and dog shit. So even though I'm a Prime member, I didn't watch the game on Prime. I found a stream um, and watched Peter Drury's commentary on it. Um, and yeah, they... Uh, I can't remember what my point was going to be. Yeah, the commentators were even talking about the fact that the ball... It's so it's so rare that we see the actually players get taken out with a ball to the face, yet there were, I think, three, three incidents of it in this game. Um, I think Fred got one, Dyer got one, and the other lad, was it Dallow, got one as well? All pretty nasty as well. Dyer's was horrible, really horrible. Um, it must be like getting smacked, like actually properly punched in the face, man. And anyone that has been punched in the face, it's not pleasant. Um yeah. Ben Davies completely for me it was bizarre. I thought there was no middle ground with that performance of his tonight. I thought he was either I thought he was brilliant in a couple of touches, more towards the start of the game really, and just abject in other stuff that he was doing. Um yeah, horrible. Um, I was talking about sort of Davies with Con the other day. That I quite like his dogginess. I like his sort of like 
up in their grill type approach. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. But maybe long lay for the bigger games. The big games like this one, we need a bit more control. We need a bit kind of more of the measured approach to our defending, our general build-up from the back. And I feel that Davis kind of put us off a bit tonight. Um, because that exact thing, that kind of, that dogged kind of running about, it sometimes veered into headless chicken territory I felt tonight and it didn't help that a lot of his passing was pretty pretty wank um I guess one little bit of credit I'd give him I think him and Perisic have a decent understanding I think they overlap quite nicely um and again it's really hard to say nicely after watching this game but just little glimmers of it here and there that I thought were were okay I was saying at the top there was only other. There was only one other player other than Larissa. I would say that potentially had an all right game, the sort of game that they could look back on and think I did okay there. And I thought that was Matt Doherty. Um, look, don't start coming at me saying, oh, you know, none of his fucking crosses were that good or anything because they weren't. They weren't great. But in the sort of piecemeal attempts or should I say passages of play that we managed to put together, he was way better. He did way more even just in this game than I think we've seen Emerson do all season. I'll be really disappointed if Doherty drops out and Emerson comes into the fold um, now that he's done with his suspension. It would be really, yeah, it'd be really disappointing because I think Doherty has, he's earned, the, he's earned the opportunity to kind of play play there a bit more. Um, but yeah, p- play pretty well. Him and Kane link up pretty well. Um, tonight wasn't the best example of that. But yeah, it, it was it was an okay performance, I thought, from Doherty. Um, we'll talk about Bentenker and Hoybier together. Because the funny thing is, like, they're... Them as a partnership, they sort of they do seem to ride or die together, and it very much seemed the latter today. Uh, 
I think they both tried. I think Hoybier in places put in a few decent challenges. I think Bentancur put in a few decent challenges. But I think both of their passing was a bit off tonight. I thought they were losing. I thought Casemiro gave him a horrible game. I thought Fred, yeah, Fred and Casemiro were a real handful. I mean, they're both both dynamic kind of big players, big midfielders, those two. Um, and it is funny how Fred has managed to turn his career around at United. He's actually really quite a decent player, I think. Uh, felt this for the past couple of seasons, considering he genuinely looked like a competition winner when they first signed him. It looked like one of those standard kind of Manchester United death spiral type signings. But he's he's come really good. Um, and I just don't think... I think we just got dominated in that mid... Which is disappointing because we had the three. Um, and I do think, as, as I was saying at the top, Conte's vindication. It feels harsh, man, because I don't think he did anything particularly wrong. But Eve Basuma just... He just looked to be not at this level, which is, I really, do you know what the thing is? I don't want to be, it's one game, right? It's one game and players can improve, right? Obviously, Conte improves footballers. We've seen Ibasuma in the Brighton system be a spectacular footballer. I'm just saying off tonight, I was actually quite worried by how below us he looked. Um, at least below what our aspirations are. Being a Champions League top four challenging team, he felt way off that. Maybe I'm being harsh. I don't know. Um and I'm not saying to like you know get rid of him, bin the experiment or anything like that. I'm just saying maybe when Conte says in press conferences that he's not ready, that he's not ready. I don't know. It feels it feels a tad knee jerk. I just I don't know. I'm just saying off the back of tonight, I felt he looked. Yeah, not very good at all. Um, without being particularly bad, just he just looked a bit lost. He just looked like he was really out of his depth and kind of intimidated almost. It was a bit weird. Um, and I think you know, I guess when you kind of you know your opportunities are limited, there is that additional pressure there. That you know, outside of just the pressure of playing away at Old Trafford, but it was yeah, it was disappointing. So Perisic is a funny one, man. Um, out of everyone, do you know? What? It, it, it's funny because sometimes I don't know. I don't know if you find that you get this listener um, person there who I'm talking to. You might be out on your morning walk, walking the dog, just having a walk on your way to the gym. Might just have me droning on in the background um, immediately after the game or. The next morning, you know, when you're making a coffee or something like that, and your partner says, who's this monotone weirdo that you're playing? And you're like, oh, you know, he's just some gimp, but 
quite like his podcast because it comes out before all the other ones and I just want to listen to a bit of Tottenham stuff until all the podcasts that I prefer come out um but when you're uh when you're watching a game do you ever sometimes find that you just you fixate on a player and it's not even a player that you've got I think we all know we all have particular agendas against sort of certain players mine was Hoybier and he's proved me very wrong um this season so far anyway Perisic today though I just I couldn't take my eyes off him and I couldn't help but just kind of get wound up by almost everything that he did I just maybe he wasn't our worst player on the pitch but I just felt like he was our worst player today (laughs) I know it sounds almost ridiculous because I've been so excited about the signing of him um, and about the potential of having a player of his stature in a real problem position for us what it might be able to unlock um and I'm actually starting to lose patience with him a little bit. I know it sounds silly, but the past sort of couple of games, I've started to think he's not been great. And I've actually, you know, like I said in the um, in the Everton game, I was actually like, my sort of my gut reaction was one of disappointment that Sessegnon wasn't starting instead of him. And being brutally honest, it wasn't tonight. It wasn't. I was happy to see Perisic start this game because I kind of felt like. His experience, his tenacity, his his sort of attitude is what we need in a big game like this at United. But you know what? I thought he was terrible. I thought he shrunk. Um, I thought the majority of his deliveries were off. I felt that his, his use of space wasn't particularly great. Um, I felt like he looked kind of sluggish at times, the way he was... Or it just seems so predictable whenever he would get into space that he'd try and switch the ball to find himself a decent angle for a shot. And United were just all over it. Um, it felt like he was a little naive, really. I don't know if that's the exact word I'd use, but he just, he was not good. Um, and like I say, you know, it's just one of those things that sometimes in some games you just fixate on a player and he was very much the player I was fixated on today. Um, I'm sure he was no worse than anybody else, but it just felt like that to me. Um, confirmation bias is a thing, hey? Kane and Son. <sighs> really weird one, man. Um, we'll start with Kane. I thought Kane, he played some absolutely sumptuous balls, splaying them around the, around the park um, at, at various different times throughout the game. But other than that, it felt like, you know what, it felt like that little Martinez lad absolutely pocketed him. Um, did an absolute number on him. And it was almost quite like mortified for your babe, that type of performance, because Kane just looked like, and it's not often, it's not often somebody does that to Harry Kane. You know, he, he has some good battles with some of the best defenders going. Um, I think he always has a good battle with like someone like Van Dyke, for example. But that little Martinez, like he was really fucking good, man. Real sort of dogged performance. Didn't give Kane a sniff. Um, other than that one shot where it hit the stanchion behind the goal, where I, I just thought that was flying in. Um, I was getting ready to go mad on that one. 
It's a funny one. It's a funny one with him. Um, I don't know. No, we'll, we'll save this for a bigger pod with talking about Kane. So there's a lot of talk about his contract and about him breaking our record and what do we do after Kane and what happens. And I don't know. It's funny. It's a funny one. Um, but not a not a good performance from him tonight. And it's fine. You know, he's having a great season. He's scored a lot of goals. There's a lot of credit in the bank for him. It's just not... Wasn't great for him tonight. Wasn't great. Um, but he did play some great balls around the place. Um, he was trying to make stuff happen. So, you know, there's only so much you can do. Son, it, it was weird, man. It wasn't a particularly bad game, but then I'm kind of like, maybe it was, you know. He was pretty anonymous for a lot of it. He looked... Do you know what I think the main thing with Son is? He looked tired, I thought, today. I thought he looked really tired. Um, to me, it looked like it... it the games are starting to catch up on him a bit. Um, and, you know, he is... Uh, I'm talking about this at the start of the season. He is getting on a bit. I mean, he's only 30, and I think by modern footballer standards, we need to sort of reassess our... I always say this, reassess our kind of understanding of where players are at in their careers by their age now. Nutrition's gotten better. Um, conditioning techniques have gotten better. Recovery techniques have gotten better. Um so I think Son being 30 years old isn't kind of the same as somebody turning 30 even at, you know, 10 years ago in the Premier League. But his position does have particular kind of requirements, physical requirements. Um, not his position as such, but I guess probably his position, but also just his style, the way he plays the game. You know, he's a very dynamic um, footballer, basically. Uh, always running at the defence and felt like he was running through treacle at certain points uh, to, tonight. He had that one shot where he managed to sort of turn it onto his right foot and have that pop that, you know, obviously we've seen curl in against Leicester. No such luck tonight. Um, yeah, it just wasn't fully there. Him and Kane kept sort of trying to look for one another, but I think United did a did a decent number on them. It was good to see Jed Spence come on. He looked sort of positive down the right hand side, but not really enough to make any sort of judgment on. I don't think any of the players that came on really did enough and had a really enough time to do so. I think that's sort of my main criticism of Conte this this evening that they just he sort of stood there for an hour plus, looking sort of perplexed and angry. But didn't really do anything. Um, weird night. Weird night. And like I say, rank performance. Rank game. Old Trafford away. Horrible. I sort of thought we... I thought we were going to get something from this game. I thought we were going to beat him, to be honest with you. But back down to earth with a bump. Um, so just on, on to the weekend, which is you know another sort of tricky game really, isn't it? But... We'll talk about that when we get there. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. If anybody has done, if anybody's made it to this point, please uh, leave a rating and a review on your chosen podcast platform. Again, um, thank you very much to everybody who is subscribing or buying me a coffee on the Buy Me A Coffee website. There's a link in the Twitter bio. It's really appreciated um, if you do want to support the show. 
great and you're able to do so fantastic thank you um if not no sweat you get the same content so it's all good it's tough at the moment out there so hope everybody is well and it feels like i'm leaving a voice note to my fucking family doesn't it hope everybody's well all my love bye bye